it, there's, I feel like all around the world, and you've got to, to witness it firsthand, yeah. and so you know better than anybody, it's cool that we as a species we are unified in our ability to find that if you let something rot just the right amount yeah. of time, you yeah. can get very fucked up by yeah. drinking the juice yeah. after a minute. That's exactly Which right. is like all around the world, we're yeah. like, we all figured just it out. To, just to a certain point, yeah, that's right. We all figured it out, <laughs> that's right. and we all figured out that's chicken right. tastes so, good. <laughs> someone, someone left fruit in the sun mm-hmm. and got fucked up mm-hmm. and had had a, a better day than they were having. Oh, and yeah. just like, we are now, we don't understand the science behind it. No, no, no. But let's leave stuff out. God we, did it. Let's For leave, a long time, yeah, God, yeah. Dionysus. Let's leave a mm-hmm. raccoon out and see what happens. Gary, you drink that one first. Exactly. Uh, I mean, the first, it, it's, it's more understandable to like still want to drink something that's been sitting in the sun rotting slowly yeah. than to drink just directly out of a cow's udder and be like, we'll do this for a that's, while. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. It's weirder. Like, hey, move. My turn. Right. We have bees, as I mentioned before. Love it. Honeybee uh, colony. Colony? Colony. Hive? It depends on the size, I suppose. Is that a... Is that a I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I did just do stuck by your beekeeping on, on my honeymoon. Okay. It's my wife's psychotic. We're talking a lot about me. I see that you want to bring it back. Yeah, I, want to, I really want to make this about <laughs> I'm just kidding, me. I'm just so you, so you just got married. I got married this year, uh, and you are in Shane Hartline's wedding. I am standing how up. You, how did you guys meet? So, it was a key party. Yeah, and uh, it was a bit of an eyes wide shut a, kind of thing. Yeah, right? I didn't right. really know who I was fucking. Yeah, yeah. But it ended okay, up being, got it, got it, uh, being. I was like, oh, I've. He's uh, he's funny. No, I, Fur, I, furries. It was furries. Yeah. Okay. Got yeah. It. Yeah, so yeah. All uh, all Wookies. Oh, that's my thing. Um, What's that noise? It's just a rattlesnake. My neighbor's sprinklers, not my sprinklers. I turned it off. Okay. That would that would be rough. It's happened before. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just get hose full just, blown. Just like just no matter what happens, stay in it. Yeah, exactly. Keep rolling and stay in it. Hey, no, I'm a pro, dude. I I met Shane out here. I just doing doing like uh, comedy stuff. I'm kind of over talking about Shane. Fucking Shane. Yeah. Man. Um, you were on the 43rd season of SNL. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for just one season? Just the one and got canned. How did you get it? Uh, that is a dream. I can't even imagine. All right, we'll get to that point. But yeah, how, did you, how did you get it? What was the process? Or how did- it's a long, shitty, long, arduous process. They make you jump through a lot of hoops, for sure. It's um, not like a one and done thing. Right, right, right. So they actually came in, because they come to Chicago. I was in Chicago. Oh, okay. Are you a uh, Chicago- I'm a Chicago guy. I'm a, I'm a Chicagoidian, we call it. Where, where were you born? I was born in Cincinnati, so I'm okay. a Cincinnati hog. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, um, yeah, love Cincinnati. Go Benji's. Who day, baby. Um, but no, it's, I mean, it's a, yeah. they'll know. They, they, oh, yeah, they know. They'll know. They'll know. They drink beer. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> they, Roger that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dialed in. But... Uh, Chicago, uh, every summer they'll come out and they'll see like the Second City show. They'll see, they'll, they used to come out like a collection of writers and producers and Lorne and whoever. Oh, um, he would come out. He, he comes out. Oh, wow. Um, so, but it's always like kind of a, this crazy process. Uh, I, I got put up at IO Chicago, I, okay. uh, Improv Olympic yeah. um, in Chicago. Um, like throughout the year, the, the owner of the comedy club basically auditions people so that when they come into town, Got shotgun it. style, they're so, like, they call you and they're like, "Are you are you free this Saturday? They're coming." And like it. so, there's like, oh, that's just, ten to fifteen that's a, people. That's nerve wracking. I mean, it's 
It's a. It's definitely crazy. Exciting or nerve wracking? It, it's or both? it's exciting, but it's also it's a home game. So you are okay. performing in Chicago yeah. in a place you perform all the time. Okay. To a packed house of your friends and, and people yeah. you want to be there who Got are it. rooting for you. And how many? And they many, know that. How many people? Uh, how many people on stage? How many talent? Yeah, yeah. So they'll give you five minutes, but it's like oh wow. They yeah, you do five minutes of whatever you want, but um. It's usually like 15 people or so. And what'd you do? I did... So I went up in 2016. That, they saw, um, that was the first time they saw me. And I did a pretty standard like SNL cavalcade of characters and a little bit of... I, I, I'm a guitar guy, so I always, always punctuated whatever I did with a little tune, a mm-hmm. little song, a little gag. Um, but I did a couple, couple bits. And... I felt good. It did well, and but you know, didn't hear anything, and I didn't expect to. It was just even being able to do the showcase in yeah. Chicago yeah. is like such a crazy, weird, like it's already. I'm already like this is so crazy that I got to perform in five minutes of comedy in Could front of Lauren. Could you see Lauren in the audience? Did yeah, you know, you, the, you knew where he was. I knew where, they. You kind of know. Uh, and I, but I had to go first, which is always it's never good. That's not. It's never good. Sacrificial lamb a little bit, but they actually yeah. they hired um, Alex Moffat that year. Love Alex. Uh, I think he just finished his time there this this past season. Great guy, very funny. I actually uh, she put me up again the following year. Sharna, who owns uh, I okay. own um, Chicago, put me up again the following year, 2017. And usually they don't want to see people again. Usually, wow. so but they were like, yeah, we'll see him again. And so okay. they saw me again. But this time I did not do. How old were you? I was 27. Okay. When I yeah, and so I'm 32 now. But 27, I did not do a standard SNL audition the second time. Mm-hmm. I was like, this time I've already done it once. Right. So I'm gonna change up what I do, and I'm gonna. I did one bit pretty much for the entire five minutes that was in character or in care. So I did one bit. I came out as Christian God and I had like a long flowy gray wig, you had a wig? beard, trucker hat. Wow. Said, sounds like bullshit to me. Okay. Uh, and I just like, I, it was a crowd work bit where I'm just like, y'all have been really fucking, I don't know if I can say fuck. Is it bad? Yeah, no, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So no one, uh, I don't know if there's a... Thank God. It's literally just you, me, and Jesse. Drinking beer in your yard. Honestly, good. There's not even any tape. I don't even know what would go Mm. into that camera to record. No, no, that's not a camera. It's cotton candy, but it's been burnt. Um, But yeah, I just did this bit where I was God, and I was taking questions from the crowd, just like straightening shit out. I was like, if people have anything... Like what, yeah, like an example. I mean, I'm trying to think of... uh, Like issues that God can settle? I'm, I'm just being like... You guys want to know which Beatles gonna die last? It's gonna be Ringo, you know. Just yeah. Because I got, I'm funny. Yeah. You know, I think it would be funny if he was the last one. Yeah. And you know, it's just like <laughs> stuff like that where I'm like, you guys need to fucking cut. I did not write that book. Yeah. Whoever said I wrote that, I did not write that book, dude. Also, I am here. I know your name's Margaret. It sounds like you're just having your period. It's uh, and, right. and okay. exactly. Yeah. It's just like I'm yeah. doing that. I'm doing yeah. that bit right. And so, I do that bit. They end up calling back, like, call, like meeting a, a few of us out for drinks the following night. And so there's like a handful of us. That was very nerve wracking. Like, Lauren kind of sweats you out 
he wants to it's see one of those you things like when squirm. it's um, when a bunch of comedians get together, especially young comedians. Yeah, yeah. And there and there's a decision maker. It's like it turns into like a a little bit of a competition thing. You know, like it's a it's a friendly conversation and you might want to sit back and maybe your natural reaction is to sit back, mm-hmm. but you have to take over it. Like I was this is not a comparison, but well, it is, but not an equal one. I, I did a podcast, like a stage thing the other day, and yeah. it was me and then the guy whose podcast it is and two other comedians. And he asked me a question and then asked them a question. And it's like, I think you want us to kind of go off the rails a little bit, but I don't want to like impede on the other comedian. Yeah. I don't know if he's doing a, I don't he's know if you're a telling bit. a story or is that a bit. Yeah, exactly. I know what you mean where you're like, it's funny that you would think that this situation was like that. Yeah. But it was very much so everyone was so scared to say or do anything yeah. wrong or uh-huh. come across as trying too hard. Or uh, I remembered sitting there and like a lot of the other people were like uh, had agents and stuff in Chicago at the time. I did not. OK. And so everyone there was like my agent said, like, don't drink. And everyone else is like not drinking and they're like taking orders and like the SNL people, the producers and stuff and Lauren that are there, they're all getting drinks. So I'm like, I'll get a drink. Uh, yeah. I was like, I'll, I'll take a, you know, uh, a whiskey soda or something. And then and they're like, in the, it was at the Ritz Carlton Hotel, of course. And, she, and they were like, I remember they asked me in front of Lauren and them like, um, and what kind of whiskey would you like in there? And I was like, the shittiest kind you got. Mm-hmm. And then. Steve Higgins, who's one of the producers at SNL, was like, we're paying for it. And I went, the best kind you got. Whatever is the, whatever yeah. the one you need a ladder to get right. to. <laughs> the, yeah, the one you got to break glass to reach. Yeah. Wait, uh, did you like say that? Guess. I ended up saying, like, the, I said the best one you got. I mean, I was kind of, yeah, but I was doing a bit, but I was yeah. like, but it went over and I was like, oh, yeah. So I immediately felt more comfortable. Now, it's like a, the Costanza thing, right? Like, I... Okay, they think it was me as funny. If I shut up now, I'm the funny guy until I say something that's not funny. A little bit, but I I right away kind of clocked that. I was like, I'm I'm trying my best to just be comfortable. Yeah, you right, know? right. Uh, and it's very hard too because it's you're they're intentionally trying to mess with you. Should we hold for sound? Should we no, keep no, right no, no, through no. it, baby? No, <laughs> we're going yeah, through this it. Is not, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, this uh, my house is is we are outside. There's there we are outside. There's some sort of <laughs> helicopter highway that runs over my house for whatever sure. reason and then Burbank when they take off they go straight over my house they, they dump a lot of fuel oh yeah yeah, yeah. I all, have, the, all the yeah. pee and the poo kind of a Joe Dirt sitch that's exactly right Boeing exactly right. bombs yep that's right right when they take off oh yeah yeah all the oh yeah I have, I have been so weird about airplane bathrooms my wife has been calling me out on it that's like one of my never have I ever's is like one of my go to never have I ever's I've never taken a poop on a on an airplane I bathroom I, I don't think I could I can't do it cause I, I cannot in good conscience blow up an airplane bathroom when I know I've been I've oh here's the worst I'm, I've gone in there to pee and then the guy before me blew it up so I'm trying to Dude. I'm trying to hold my breath but then I realized that the breath I'm holding is a breath that I took in there. So now I'm holding his poo in. In. So then I breathe it out, and I'm like, well, now what I need? To, I need to breathe again. So now I take a big one, and I'm just like, I'm wrestling between keeping the poo vapor in my bra- in, in my 
in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. My body. Are you doing and, a yeah? Are you doing like a bong hit of poo? Yeah. Air, <laughs> yeah like, or are you, do yeah. I hold it in or do I get the next one in? Yeah. And then Sarah spaceships sometimes go by here too. That's good. That's what was so cool. Um, we're, in, we're in Tesla area. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, yes, exactly. And then um, then you leave. And then there's somebody that's following you, and you're sure. like, I have to make some sort of indication that that, that smell wasn't me. I know. The only thing I can think of, because it's a stranger, I don't really care, but I just try to be as quick as possible. So when the guy goes in there, he's like, well, he was very quick. He obviously didn't poo. Right. It was obviously the person before him who I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I don't know who that is. That's why you got to learn to shit very fast, where it's like, <laughs> he couldn't shit. Yeah, wow. He was in there for yeah. 13 seconds. Yeah, he couldn't have. He definitely didn't yeah. wipe. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's exactly right. That's Just exactly sacrifice right. wiping. But my wife has been, like, calling me on it. She's like, you need to, because I'm like, I'll, I, if I can, I will never even go pee in there. I can count on one hand I the amount of times I That might be an age thing. I, if I sit, I hate if I sit old people, if I sit by the window, um... I immediately you see a goblin on the wing and yes, it, it exactly. grabs you by the face. <laughs> yeah, like, uh. If uh, if I sit by a window, I I immediately have to be when we take off, and then it's just like this wrestle of like I gotta go through people. So now I sit on the aisle, and then of course I don't really have to go to the bathroom, but I do. I'll go to the bathroom on a flight like two or three times. Sometimes I just go because I'm on the aisle. And I can stretch my legs a little bit. See. You don't know what I you're, should you don't know what you're do missing. that. You I'm weird about it though. I just like I don't I like we went to Greece on our honeymoon. Okay. And I was like, this is a Yeah. I don't even know how was many it, hours. Was I it, think it was like a sixteen hour. From here to flight. Greece? It was here to like Chicago, London. Chicago to Greece. Greece. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh and it was I think it was I don't know how many hours. It was like twelve hours. And are you telling least. me that you didn't pee on the plane? I did not pee. On the plane, or no, no, that was the first time I ever peed okay, on a plane. Got it. That was my like, I have never up to that point, I'd never even peed on a plane. And loved it. It was great. Had so much fun. It's great. I wish you would have talked Here's to me thing. about this earlier. It's great. I wish that kind of like you said when someone before you has blown up a bathroom, mm-hmm. an airplane bathroom. I learned too. Somebody had just hosed. Some guy had just pissed everywhere, mm. and then I had to be like. I didn't. Hi, li- nice lady. After me, yes, I of didn't course. pee all over the mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. seat. Mm-hmm. But of course, once I say that, it's like, yes, you fucking you did, you did, jerk. Yeah, you're such a jerk. Um, and the thing was, I did. <laughs> the thing is, it was me. Here's what I like, and I and this is like a weird thing. Is I like when I'm in the airplane bathroom, peeing, and there's turbulence. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it just kind of makes it this weird challenge. That's a real thing. Like I just, I'll be in there. I'll be like, and I impress myself with the fact that I'm able to kind of keep it in. That straight. your dick has a bit of a like a matrix uh, ability, a, a to... gyroscope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On there, I got yeah, the upgrade. A stabilizer. I didn't go for yeah. length, but what I did get was stabilization. Ca- yeah, other capabilities. You know what? I'm more of just tuna can thickness yeah <laughs> and and the length of a tuna can yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a tuna can and <laughs> yeah, a half yeah. it's like this thick it's not about good. that long yeah no no but i have fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> so all right so you're you're in chicago at the ritz oh yeah yeah getting and your expensive whiskey getting my expensive whiskey and they're like cycling through the people there's probably like eight of us that they're kind of like one table of producers and people and then everyone and then like a one-on-one with lauren kind of like lauren's oh. off on another table so lauren 
Wait, Lauren wasn't there initially? He was, but he kind of, there was a moment where he's like, I'm now going to go to another table and just talk to people wow. one-on-one. Wow. And so, he he and he loves to do that. Where it's the, He likes to kind of see you sweat. Yeah. You know, that's part of it. Uh, and he always asks people, and he asked me, he was he does like a, so who are your influences from the show? Who are people that you like the most from the show? And I was just like, oh man, uh, some of my fa- I love Norm MacDonald, I love uh, Conan, I love Tina Fey, and he's like, not Chris Farley? And I was like, I love Chris Farley. Yeah. He rules. I watched. I said, I, when I was a kid, I wore out the VHS tape to Beverly Hills Ninja. And I was like, I was pretty, I'm pretty sure you produced that. And he was just like, it didn't, it wasn't a great film. (laughs) Like he like hated on it a little bit. But I remembered there was one point uh, thing I said to him that I always remember and sticks in my craw where he goes like, where in the city do you live? And I, I was like, I just moved in with my girlfriend, Mm -hmm. my now wife. I was like, I just moved in with my girlfriend, uh, and I lived in such a shithole apartment for so many years with my buds, and now I have, like, central air, and the last two months have been just so good because I have air conditioning, and Mm -hmm. I'm, like, saying this to him, and I can see it in his eyes that he has no idea what it's like to be a human being anymore. anymore. Yeah, right. That I'm like, oh, I'm talking to a guy who, like, hasn't... Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. who probably hasn't it was farted like, it, in it, fifty it, it, years it was, or something. It was like Trump, uh, or or really any president or you're talking, talking about a billionaire. minimum wage, right. and you're just like, you, you don't know how much does a banana cost, yeah. Michael? Ten dollars? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Like, exactly. It it it, it, I, it it was funny because in that moment, he was the one who was now uncomfortable. He went, "Oh yes, that." Yeah, that's gotta be so. That's gotta be hard. Like, like I was like, you don't fucking know. <laughs> you don't know. When you I was like, oh my god, the last care. time you had that 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 whatever thermostat wasn't Lorne perfect. You yeah, know right, what I mean? right, right, right. Yeah. But it was funny. I walked out of that being like, I don't know. Every moment of that audition process, you're like no. playing it back in your head. You well, you play it back in your head. But I'm somebody that's just like, man, this is where it ends. Yeah. What a cool, yeah. weird thing I right. get to tell my kids about yeah. someday that I, like, got drinks with them. and Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Then they flow us out to New York to do the... How, how, how much longer? Pretty immediately. Like, maybe it was the following weekend or something. Okay. Um, and they sent uh, us, like, an, an email with, with, like, the people that were getting flown out. There were probably, like, eight of us that okay. got flown out. Wow from Chicago and it was like hey everyone like you can oh. do whatever you want or you can do please do exactly what we saw you do in Chicago for your audition Luke we need an all new five minutes we can't you can't do a crowd work bit against like we'd love to see something uh-huh. else. and so I was like right away I'm like I'm fucked like okay I have three days to write a five minutes for Saturday Night Live of the same character? No, of a new character of eight of as many characters as I can fit in Got five it. minutes. Got so it. and so I'm like, fuck, what am I gonna do? So I'm like running around town and trying out shit. I'm in scramble mode and you know going through my like old going notes to as many mics as you can to as, work the stuff exactly. out. Exactly, yeah. I'm just like trying shit out. And, characters. And how many days did you have? A few. Like I, I, I might have gotten the call that I was going on like a Wednesday and. 
I had to be in New York on Saturday or something like uh-huh. that. And um, so I went out, ran around, tried some stuff out, did the best I could, ended up going to New York. I'd never been in New York City before. So I landed. I had a bunch of, like, flight shit. So my flight, like, I landed and had to take a cab to 30 Rock and audition, like, right away. So I'm like... Already, everyone wasn't on losing. the same flight. Nope. Okay. Nope. 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 That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit weird. Uh, it was the only time I'd ever flown Virgin Airlines. Was the going? At least, out. That, at least that was nice. It right? was nice. But the simple flight from Chicago to New York was not a simple flight. It was not a simple flight. Okay. So I'm scrambling. I'm like Kevin McAllister in the cab as I go across the Brooklyn Bridge, being like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, that's a big city." Yeah. Uh, and I'm like coming into New York. I'm like, "This is crazy." They bring you in. It's a crazy thing. It's ice cold. Everyone kind of knows that, that it's like they go out of their way to not give you yeah. much. Yeah. They don't. They want to see how you do under pressure, how you perform when they're when the laughs aren't coming. Because, my friend, it's guaranteed to happen to yeah, you right. on set. You yeah, know right. I mean? So it's like you got to gotta do your thing. And So you know, you're on set? So I'm on, I did the audition on like the host stage, the right. famous spot where you, in they in like they'll bring you out under the bleachers, mm-hmm. you, they bring you up on the stage. You're blinded by these yeah. lights. Oh, that's kind of good then. I think it's good. And then, but they're kind of like you don't really know how many people are there. That you can sense that there's a table of people. They're kind of like backlit, like dealer no deal banker like, style. Like like half a dozen. You don't really know. Okay. It could be half a dozen. It could be 20. Um, you don't really know. Got you, it. You, you cannot see them. Got it. Because once you took the stage, you turned around. Well, yeah, once you're, you, they lead, the stage manager is bringing you up in a way that you don't get to <laughs> okay. interact with them. Yeah, okay. Um, That's cool. You, you do, they say your name. The light comes on. You have five minutes. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. I did all right. You know, in the moment, I was like, oh, that I got a few titters here and there. I walked off stage thinking to myself, again, what a fucking crazy thing. Yeah. That I even got to do this, that they flew me out here to do this. That was not, I'm not walking off that stage feeling like booked it, nailed it. Right. Uh, Went out and enjoyed New York for the first time that night with some friends, and a couple of uh, Chicago friends were like, "I've never had a better audition in my life." And like you know, they're all like talking. They, about, oh, because, like, oh, because cool. some of the eight you know? were people that you knew from. Oh there. yeah, a or, lot of them were. Okay, got a lot it. of them, were, and they were, and and that's who thing, you went out with. The other thing was that they were people that I really loved and respected, who had been in New- Chicago longer than me, uh-huh. who were, to me, some of the best improvisers alive. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and it, yeah, but like it's funny. Like I was, I went from single A baseball to the MLB. Mm-hmm. I d- I skipped some rungs mm-hmm. when I got it. People were like, "Who's it? who?" Mm-hmm. You know, like people in Chicago. And 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 so that was it. You didn't have any more auditions after that. Oh no no no! So I get back. Uh, okay. And I'm like sitting around waiting around. And again, I'm you where got, are you uh, waiting around in Chicago? Or I'm New York? I'm I'm working at a tech startup in Chicago. And okay. I'm just like doing my own thing, and I'm putting it out of your head. You can't not think about it. Right. Right. But then I get a call. Hey. We want to fly you out again. We want an all-new five minutes again. Okay. Any impressions? I didn't do any impressions. I did all characters. They're like any impressions, any any political stuff, anything else we can see. And I was like, 
I was just like totally. But I was me and two <laughs> other guys now. So okay. now I went from like it, they're paring it down a little bit from Chicago. From Chicago. Okay. And so I knew I was like, fuck, man, that's like I had just done this a week or two ago. So I was like. And do you get the idea that there's another group from L.A. and another group from New York? There are. There are. Okay. You know that. Because when you're there in, in the actual, like, you're there sitting in those green rooms, like, waiting to go audition for, like, all six hours. And so you're sitting there all day long. Do you think that that's all that they pull from people from is L.A., New York, and Chicago? At just, that time, There's yes. nowhere else to. At that time, yes. You think there's somewhere else now that they see people? <sighs> Maybe uh, JFL. Yeah. If people get a J- just for laughs, they'll see some people from just for laughs, and those people can come. Oh, and elsewhere. maybe like a Montreal or something uh, like that. Uh, or, uh, nah. Andrew Dismukes was a, a, an Austin guy. Okay, um, who's on the show now? Uh, love him. Uh, but yeah, it. They flew me out again, and like I remember, I love the other two guys that I from Chicago that I went out with. They're awesome. They're killing it. Um, super funny guys. They were kind of scrambling because they were now feeling what I felt two weeks ago, which is. We need an all-new five minutes. Oh, got right it. now, you got have it. two days, then we got and you eat. But I had kind of already done that. And so I was like, all right, well, don't do this again. That's the job. Right. So I wrote, I you know, looked up some stuff that was in the news. And uh, I'm not a, believe it or not, I don't do impressions. So I, it's not surprising that I did not stick around there for very long. Okay. Uh, but I was like, I, uh, in the news that week, Jay Cutler, who was a, quarterback of the Chicago Bears was coming out of retirement and he was going to play for the Miami Dolphins that year. So I did a uh, and his whole shtick was that he like didn't give a fuck uh, and like would smoke cigarettes on the sideline kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. He was that kind of guy right. where he's just like Jay Keller don't give a fuck. Right? Yeah. And so this time I went and I did this audition and I knew the mental map of the area. I knew where they were going to take me underneath. I wasn't uh, going to see anyone. I right. knew that they were going to do this. But I just, like, put a cigarette in my mouth and kind of, like, went on my phone for a minute and just, you know, three, two, one, lights up, said my name, all that good stuff. And I just kind of, like, let them sit in it for a second. Uh-huh. And I just, like, made them wait and, you know. Oh, sorry. Sorry we should start this press conference. I was playing a game on my phone. Uh, and I did like this bit where I was this just cocky douche lord, mm-hmm. and they loved it. They ate it up, and I was like, "Oh, they really liked that." It's ballsy. I was like, "This is funny that they really liked that. That they really responded to that." And the jokes were tight. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say that. Like it, it was, I put a lot of work into it. But again, I walked off, and I was like, "Man, that felt good." But do I think that that's a winning audition right, right, right no right. I don't knowing that knowing that there's still a certain a dozen people right still in the mix right oh my god and there and, and this time there are some people that it's like almost kind of like a callback kind of thing where yeah. it's like now there are people that weren't there the first time who like people like Chris Red and like people like that are very good and like because uh, SNL will like pay people to kind of keep them in a stable for a year and okay. be like, we're going to pay you to not do anything anywhere else okay. to come out, which is like, all right, say what you will about yeah. that. It's, yeah. It can be tough. Yeah. But uh, the next mis- day. Like a mistress. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> tough. The next day they it called and they were laid. like, come on in. We're going to we're gonna have you come in for a day of meetings. How long? Uh, they might have told me that night, the, the night after. Okay. And so I was like, okay, I'm going in for these meetings. And I went in for these meetings in the morning. You're there for probably three or four hours, just like going around in different 
writer's offices and meeting whoever. You're meeting yeah. everyone. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this Probably is Probably cool. a lot of that is just to see if you're someone that they want to spend time with. That's right? a big part of it. That's a big part of it. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. This is cool. And everyone is like going into Lauren's office. And at the end, I'm like, I haven't gone in. And like, I went in and Lauren's like, oh, I already met you. I don't, we don't need to do this again. And I went, okay, cool. See you later. And so I left. And as I walked back to the hotel, I was walking back with Andrew Dismukes, who's a cast member now and a buddy and a friend. We shared an office together. He got hired as a writer the year I got on the cast. We went into the hotel and Heidi Gardner, who got hired the same year as me, was in the lobby and I hadn't seen her all day because we were in these meetings and I went, oh my, and I'm like, we get in the elevator and, and the elevator doors are still open and I go, how'd your meetings go? And she goes, what meetings? And she's rolled out a, like a wheelie bag to go to the, air. she was on her way to the airport. Oh. And I was like, oh, oh. and the door is closed oh in a very like curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. Like I just shattered her soul. That she and there and there was no way to to fix it because it's the the doors are closed. The That's doors are closed amazing. and we're now on the way up. And Andrew Dismukes, who I don't know very well, I just met him is in the elevator with me and he was like, "That was not good." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Oh, that's so horrible." That was not good. Yeah. And it's so funny because Heidi got the job. Yeah, but that, that day, year? yeah. Yep, huh. she got hired too. Like, I mean, there's no rhyme or reason to any it. of it. Right, there, right, everything right. is, right. there's no... It's almost like they knew with her, with the rest of the people, they weren't sure or, they were trying or to Or they're having out. her, in, they ended up having her come and do the meetings. I think they ended right. up like flying her out again and having her do meetings. Got you know it. what I mean? Like yeah. there's, it's not the most organized yeah. at times. Right. It, because it's so crazy. It's so, everything is the week up, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, Heidi Rules, Lover. What time of she year was, is this? This was late summer. This was oh, August, late okay. August. Um, and the show starts Early when? September. And then, so the show would starts like mid-September, at okay. least my year. And sat around for a week. And a week went by. And, there, and there, like I was still working. And you, and you have, by the way, you don't even have an agent. I do now. But, but at that point? At, by the time I got flown out the second time. Okay. They come, so they come you, sniffing your butthole. Because, yeah, because yeah, I had... I mean, I would have an agent when I go off an audition, and I would call him and bug him so that I couldn't, so that I wasn't bugging. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll ask him. I'll ask him." Then he hang up. He's like, "I'm not gonna fucking ask never. him." I'll yeah, never, never yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah, I need to be more like that. Is uh, something I learned the hard way. But I was What's working. That? I was working. What'd you learn the hard way that you got to advocate. You got to be a little bit of a squeaky wheel. I, I I feel like I got. I've died the the the, the death of nice in L.A. I've died the midwestern nice. Uh, it's something that it, it, it does not serve you well to uh, to think that you're doing your, your your agents and managers a service by not bugging them. They're not thinking about you, you know, anytime you're not bugging I, them. I've, I've dealt with a lot of assholes out here. I've been out here for... Where are you from? Syracuse, New oh, York. Oh, okay. Go orange. Thank you. I moved out here when you were five years old you gotcha. might have been in my dad's nuts you might you know you might have been like pooping you might have been pooping in airplanes oh for maybe if we drank every time something that flew <laughs> flew over, i know flew over us i'm telling you i'm like in the middle of a freeway be fucking waste um are you good do you need another beer i feel like i if you're going another i could go i'm another. gonna go of course i am 
Don't feel pressure. No, no, no. Um, I feel like it. Um, L.A. I feel like made me have to come to terms with beer. Uh, my love of beer. Okay. Because Chicago, it's a beer town. Well, it's built for beer. It's built for it's built on be- beer. beer and malort. Malort, God Almighty! My dad, uh, when he visited Chicago for the first time, as you do, you got to make out of towners do malort without knowing it. Nobody even knows what like the history of that is. I mean, there's a Swedish contingent there in Chicago, but it's just one of those things. It's a horrible tasting. It tastes like a like dip spit. <laughs> it tastes like dip spit. I don't have a reference. It's. But I'll trust you. I wish I um, And it's it's an herbaceous spirit like a Fernet or From a wormwood. Jägermeister. Wor- worm, yeah, so yeah. like an absinthe or whatever. And so... Um, but it is like an just, yeah, it's just Yeah, it's just not good. And people love it for that reason. People kind of love it at in spite of the fact that it kind of sucks. Ooh, here we go. Now here I, I reuse on. those, so please don't destroy it. Gotcha. You know what? Unless you're going to do it in some sort of... Theatrical way, then then I, I t- then I take it back. I don't have any ideas, but I won't rule it out. Yeah, there's your stick. Whoa. Do you? You're a Midwest guy. You know what s'mores are. Yeah, yeah. Not many of my guests are terribly acquainted with s'mores. I've had people ask me like, "How do you do it?" Really? <laughs> yeah. So you just get yeah. It's pretty fucking simple. It's pretty simple. Like yeah. yeah, there's certain things where it's just like. There's not that much instruction going on. Yeah. Well, how much time you got? I mean. Um. So okay. So so then you go you go home, and you oh, yeah. are are sweating it or not sweating it for a week. Yeah. Um. Sweating it. Then I'm you get. It. Then what's the call? You're trying to not. Sw- oh. You're, you're trying to you're, not sweat it. You're talking about it, but not talking about it. Kinda. Yeah. yeah. And I remembered my bosses at the time at my the tech startup were like. Should we be planning to replace you? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Okay. I, like In the moment, I'm like, I think, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I'm like, I, I definitely stand a, a chance. Yeah, right. Good, uh, maybe not a good one, but I stand a chance. And I ended up... <sighs> you want to give yourself a little wiggle room just in case you get a little... What happened? I'm talking marshmallow uh, placement here. Um... Um, but I ended up, oh, now I'm going to be focusing on these marshmallows. I got the call at 4.45 on a Friday afternoon. I stood up from my desk, took the call. We'll let it pass. (laughs) Uh, and it was, who would have thunk it? It was our old friend, Lorne Michaels. Whoa. Okay. And old Lorne offered me the gig at SNL and I went into the conference room and I took the call and he told me this and that and it is certainly when I look back at the experience of all of it probably the the high watermark it was probably the best moment of the entire experience was getting the call okay um who'd you call first uh my my girlfriend nice was, let it burn for a second. oh come on man no, 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 I like a little bit. It's, yeah, a little bit, a little toast. Lightly charred. But then I gotta get my other one. Um, <laughs> but it, it's that's crazy because, like... That's a carcinogen. I, yeah, exactly. I had, to, stick. I had to put in my, like, 
15 minutes notice. Because <laughs> you needed to be there when? I mean, I was living in New York on a Monday. I got the call on a Friday. I was living in New York by Monday. Where did you, where did you, were you staying in a hotel for So starter? they put you in a hotel, and they don't really help you find a place. You're on fire. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> sorry, it's so riveting. <laughs> yeah, I am. So oh, big. sorry. You're on fire. I was like, yes, yeah, so fire. are you. This is great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But, yeah, they, uh, they flew me out. Oh, there we go. Oh, I want that little gold brown. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they, they kind of guide where they want you to live when you're a first-year guy. Which is Which is close where? by yeah, because okay, you're going like, to be like a tree in a sketch. So they need, they're going to cut you out of and put you into a million sketches a thousand times. Okay, okay. Um, so they, yeah. They, Good recovery, by the way. Um, well, what you've done, you, 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 you charred getting, it quite quickly, and now it's like your your patience is showing. I, I it's ain't my first rodeo. Fuck. It's ain't my first rodeo. I'm honestly, I think I'm good. Okay. Oh my god. I you, should probably just not eat these. I mean, honestly, you've had enough s'mores in your life. Sometimes a little bit of char ain't so bad. No, maybe. it's not so bad. I mean, I'm I'm sitting here, I'm throwing it off like like it's poisonous. And meanwhile, no way. I've had it every week. No way. Good to go. But. Yeah, that was that was like probably as good as it was probably the high watermark was to, was was the getting out there because there you have to move out your whole life. You have to drop everything that you're doing in your life. And you're guaranteed a season? No, you're not. Oh. You're you signed before you audition. You sign a 7-year contract. Okay. Hmm. With uh is is the pay uh, stipulated in there? Oh, it sure is. Okay. Well, fun about it. And this does rule. When I got fired the following year, I came out to L.A. and I had to have an entertainment person do my taxes for the first time. Because okay. I had a bunch of stand-up gigs. I had a bunch of... I didn't know what I was doing. Uh-huh. And the guy says, you were on SNL? He's looking at all my stuff. I go, yeah. He goes, you were on camera. I say, yeah, for a season, technically. He goes... I've been doing this 17 years. I've never seen someone on network TV be paid less money than what oh you were paid. Oh my god! Cool. Thank you for telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. Thanks. But everyone, but everyone got that their first year, right? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, if you go, if you're a total unknown, mm, yeah, okay. Okay. they have all the cards. You sign your life away mm-hmm. to even mm-hmm. audition. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. But. Someone like, say, a Chris Red was already on TV. Mm-hmm. He was already on a show. And so he got to kind of come in at not an embarrassing amount. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I'm thankful for the whole the whole uh, process. And, like, it aged me a decade and got my ass kicked. And it's But I look back on it. I had never auditioned for television in my life. I, I think I had auditioned for a Slim Jim commercial. Uh, in Chicago, but SNL was the first audition I ever had, and and I got it. How many shows until stupid. you got a, a sketch? Oh God, seven weeks. I I sat on my hands. Seven shows. Seven shows until I got a, one that I wrote on on. Yeah. Okay, but you were. Oh, I mean, you're in, you're like one line here and there. I got it. Other times, but yeah. Um, were you thinking about? I mean, you're were you thinking about what the experience was 
The first moment you were in a sketch? What was the first sketch? The first sketch I was ever in. I got blanked my first week. The sketch I was in my first week got cut at dress rehearsal. Wow. So. Oh, so you weren't in the show. Week one. Everyone I know in my life is watching and I'm not in it. <laughs> the one sketch I was supposed to be in got got cut. And so I realized I was like, in that moment I was like, it's going to be a long fucking year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, this is gonna, like, I walked in and uh, I don't make any excuses. I was very green. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought there would be more collaboration. It's a, it's a very competitive place yeah, and it's, it. it's, it's toxic place yeah. where it, it is not in the writers who have been there a long time or cast members who have been there a long time. It's not in their best interest to help you. Right. Because if you, if they're helping you, that takes away from them. their cut of the pie. Yeah. If you're getting more time on there and getting a chance, it's going to take away from theirs. And that there's, that's fine. That's the game. But you just like when you're brand new, you don't know that. Mm-hmm. And so you're coming in. You don't. There's no orientation. There's no be here. This is what's expected of you this day. No one is holding your hand in any way. You uh-huh. are completely like. So we're going in there right now. You know, like yeah. you know, you don't know what's going on. And I certainly had no allies there, and I definitely very much felt the, it's silly, but I very much felt the class divide, like, it's so silly to say that, but like, I'm, I I went to state school, I went to OU, Ohio University, and I, I didn't grow up with money, and, mm. but I walked into those, that room, and I looked around, I was like, oh man, there's a bunch of, Ivy Leaguers, there's a bunch of NYU kids, mm-hmm, and a bunch mm-hmm. of, yeah, yeah, and I was like, and that's and they're very funny and they're very smart and they deserve to be there and they're but I definitely felt them like look me up and down day one and be like no no all right uh, uh chunky midwestern guy who just wants to be friends and wants to collab right 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 and make, you know right they were just like they they ate me alive they I yeah. mean you know it's funny I I I have my experiences with um you know thinking that I'm too nice and too naive and you know through my 27 years living in Los Angeles at one point I was like no I'm no I, I I'm going to be an asshole I have to I have to figure out how to and I'm and, just and, now learning that but but that I never you. but I never did I never did I never could and I, I work hard and sometimes my me working very hard might be perceived as, as you know, as, like, as abrasive or yeah, as something. I, I don't I, think so though. I mean, there's a difference between. It's once you learn how the kind of the business works, is that these agents and stuff they have a list of people, and oftentimes they have a list of hundreds of people. Right, and if you aren't somebody who people are call, actively calling them about. Mm, right, 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 right. They're right. only looking to pick up the phone right. to answer calls right. on your behalf. No one is looking to pick up a phone and make a call on your behalf. So I'm I'm very bad at that. I'm bad at the other side of that. I I I I did some I did that very recently. I was reaching out regarding my special to the head of a of a 
company that was looking at my my comedy special. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'd love you if you could check it out. You're the, you're the first person I'm sending to you. I'm not sending to anyone else. So he's like, yeah, I'll take a look. Great. Five days later, hadn't heard. Hey, just check it out and make sure you got the link, did the link work, whatever. He's like, yep, got it. Excited to watch. Great. Six days went by and I hadn't heard anything. I was like, hey, man, just want to know if you checked the special out. Because for me, it is the biggest thing I have going on right now. Yeah, and I'm kind of gearing up for one right right now. It and, and and it was like, and I'm and I'm I was showing it to one person. I was like, if you are not going to watch it, that's fine. Then I'm going to show it to everybody else. Right. But I'm really wanted to see, you see it first. And his response to me was, um, very terse, and and was like, Dude, basically, so. basically, how dare you? I'm I've got all this stuff going on. I'm doing whatever. And I'm just like. Okay. I'm just trying to follow up. And that's kind of like why maybe it was good for me to have an agent. But then again, it's good why I didn't have an agent. I mean, like, look, I did a show that was on channel 841, went away. It's a good one. It was great. It was great. 842, never, no, no. No one's that watching I, that. No one's watching that. But I, you know, that show went off the air and I did like a Save Three Sheets rally. Everyone's like, whatever, no, no, no. And I, so I'm, I've always been the, um, I've always been, v- I guess you'd say pushy. I don't think of it as pushy because I don't know what's the what's the what's the the line between tenacious, hardworking, and pushy. Like what you you can't draw that out. So at some points, you are being perceived as pushing the line. I was I mean, just I was just like I was excited, and I and by the way, my my last thing was like, hey, if you watch it, if you haven't, don't worry. I I, I want to show the people. It was just I was trying to be like I what I thought was nice, and of course, my wife saw it. And she's like, well, it's a little pushy. Like fuck, I don't I don't fucking know, dude. I mean, like you say pushiness and like just simply advocating for yourself for something you're like hey you know yeah I, i'm so bad at like being just being i'm always on my back for being apologizing to other people for ro- ro- doing something wrong to I'm me apo- i'm apologizing but i'm usually apologizing for being too pushy <laughs> or something i don't know right i don't I know mean, i don't i mean know. not by the way not really i'm not really like jesse am i pushy no, honestly. You're tenacious. I'm tenacious. I, I, I work hard, I know what I want, and I and I go after it. And and dude, you know, I had this guy this is a this is a real conversation that I've played in my head, but I don't, I don't think know. I've ever told anybody. And I don't think I've ever told anybody publicly this conversation. Yeah, you wanna do it on mic. I wanna do it yeah, I wanna <laughs> <laughs> So hey, wait. So hey, check this out. So here's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was um I was working um, at uh, in in the Hamptons in New York. So brag about the, it. Well, I was a bartender in Southampton. I was in the I was in the worst Hampton, serving Still the other Hampton. people of the Hamptons. Doesn't matter, bro. And um, and so I was bartending. The first year they wouldn't give me a job. They, they I was I was the MC. The guy giving out T-shirts on weekdays. I wasn't even the weekend guy. A place called Neptune Beach Club, which was a huge place. Shout out to Neptune Beach Shout Club. Out it's even still exists. It's where someone got pregnant there. Oh yeah, it's where uh, the MTV Beach House was back in oh, the day. Oh, then a lot of people got pregnant. There. Yeah, and yeah, but this is you were three, so. I um, I, I might have been conceived there. <laughs> yes, you were a Neptune Beach. Hampton baby. So I uh 
Anyway, I'm working there. I worked there one summer. I go back to college, finish off my, my, my senior, year, senior year, come back, and then I'm working there. And my last day, I go and get my paycheck. And that year, I was emceeing on some weekends. Like, I'm the guy on the mic, you know, getting the crowd going. And I was bartending because that's where the money was. And just, I was, I was, I was working. I was working three, three jobs when I was there. Um, I go into this guy. His name is Dave Block. And he's like, so where are you going? I'm like, L.A. Expose him. Expose him. I don't, yeah. And fucking he, Dave. He fucking Dave Block. We've all had Daves in our life that you, fucked us. You know us. what? You'll find out that you have. And then he's like, where are you going? I said, L.A. For what? You know, to like try to be an actor or comedian or host or whatever. He's like, you're not going to make it. I'm like, what? Why would you say that? He's like, do you know the chances of you making it? Do you know how slim those actually are? And I don't think you're going to make it. And, I, and, and you know, I was like, why do you say that? Like, why do you say that so, like, so affirmatively? And he's like, because I did it. And, ah! it's, and, and, it's, and it's hard. <laughs> and it's like, and it, uh, basically, so he's, like, weird, uh, he's like, if, you, if I can't make thing. it, you can't make it. I'm like, okay. Oh. And, man, that was a nice little... Sort of. It put a little, uh, put a little pep in your step. Sure did. Where you're like, you know what, Dave Block, yeah. and, and, and your failures are not my problem. Essay. Exactly right. I call people essay. I, yeah, me too. I sometimes um, want to think that he was Dead doing now. it to like <laughs> to fire me up. You know what I mean? Oh like, no, he wasn't. He was no, no, to, he wasn't. He was <laughs> trying to hurt you. <laughs> he was. He was trying to hurt me. <laughs> and I've had plenty of those people. I've had so many people. Do you do a stick lick? It's never been done on, on this show before. Damn. Mm. By the way, with this mustache, I'd be that would be a, a dirty business. This is illegal in the state of Ohio. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, so anyway, yeah, it was just like so. It was just a nice thing. To have to fire me up as I left there, being like, "What a jerk!" You um, know, and so it's funny that the, it's the jerks that comments that are, stick dude. with you. They are. Yeah. I got I got bullied. I got bullied in high school. Yeah. And and those are like um, <laughs> I got bullied in high school and college and you know well into my 30s. and now <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what's fucked up is um, I was I went to a huge high school like I just had so many kids that went to my school. And I remembered thinking back, like, man, was I bullied in high school? There were definitely times when my feelings got hurt or blah, blah, blah. But then I looked back and I was like, oh, no. As a defense mechanism, any time the heat was on me, I would Judah flip it and, and then pass my bullying on to another person. And okay. so I was like, oh, I didn't even know until I was an adult and, like, doing a little bit of, like, soul searching where I was like, there were times where there was definitely a kid or two and high school that I'm certain were like you're a bully to me yeah you're, you were probably avoiding the bullying yourself and turned the bully eye to me oh got it not that I was you were a bully. in any way physical or anything but I definitely like in a way to not get made fun of okay. made well, fun of someone else yeah by the way yeah, absolutely. Which I'm, I'm making excuses. I think I was a bully, unfortunately. Um, that's, I mean, if you want to be honest, I was bullied, and I was absolutely a bully. I, I took what that that bully took the bullying that he got at home from his dad, put it onto me. I took it from me and put it onto someone weaker These than cats. me. Yeah, and, and <laughs> cats, and then that guy, yeah, tortured mice. Hmm. 
So a good s'more. Hey, it's all you, man. A good s'more is an underrated treat. It is well, because I don't, I don't know if it's underrated. Maybe some people would say it's highly overrated, and to those people, I say, "Shut up, fuck you." Who says? Oh, Dave Block says that. Dave Block. He's like, "Yeah, I went to L.A. I had a s'more. Overrated. Overrated. Shut I up. I can't have a s'more. You can't have a s'more." I actually, my first job I ever had was I worked in the side of a Papa John's. Okay. And I caught my manager smoking like crack one time. Oh, crack! Not weed. No, not weed. Not weed. What does that look like? Is that a glass it, pipe? Yeah. Yeah. And we're you lighting it underneath. Look at me. What does it look like? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not in this yard now. <laughs> it's not in my pocket. It's like, a gla- it's like a glass pipe that you hook up. I walked out. Is there tinfoil involved? I, I was know. like, this is bad. Like, yeah. something's not right. But I worked there with some of my one of, some of my buddies. And I remember they both got fired on the same day. From crack guy? From, uh, well, we didn't know. And we were like, damn, you guys got fired. You guys are losers. And I was 15. I, I, I couldn't even drive yet. Yeah. I worked in the store. Okay. And I my girlfriend dropped me off to like go check the schedule to see when I worked back in the day when it was just like on the wall. Uh-huh. And I walked in. Dave was the manager. Dave. Redhead. Fucking Dave. I walked in and I read. I'm like, huh. I don't know. Mine... I was like, uh, Dave, why aren't I on the schedule? And he goes, uh, it's probably because you don't fucking work here. <laughs> that, that was how I got fired. Uh, and I that's, just, by the way, that's amazing. It stuck with me that's for my so whole life. <laughs> I, I thought in the moment, like, I, I had nothing to say back. I was just like, all right. And I just walked up to the yep. car and I was yes, like, I, I got fired in a very weird way. Like, in a very For passive, what? Uh, I just, all of my friends, all of us got fired all at once. And I didn't know that I also got fired. Right, right, right. So oh, I was like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, I got, got it, got it. And I'm like, oh, I'm also fired. They just didn't tell me. Were you guys, like, screwing off that you think of? They or? just didn't like us. Okay. Uh, the, one of my friends did pee on someone's pizza, but that was not that was not what got him fired. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, he, he should have. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. But you did actually see the guy smoking crack? Yeah. Could that have been? You think you were the reason he was smoking crack? What's fucked up is I'm now remembering that it was another manager that I caught smoking crack. Okay. So it wasn't Dave. I Dave was I, not smoking doesn't crack. Doesn't matter. I don't, I, don't like, I don't like Dave. Dave was... The other guy, uh-huh. when he would smoke crack, I don't know what that's like. I know like people that come out of the bathroom after doing coke, they're just yeah. like, hey, what's up? You want to do it? Whatever. Mm. And then I don't know, is cocaine... I mean, is a crack the same thing? I mean... Did he have great energy? Or was he just kind of like chasing the dragon or that something? That was what was weird, is he smoked the crack... And then he, because it was in, it was a lunch shift, mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to toss dough, so he had to toss all the dough, and I would make all the pizzas, put them in the thing, put them out, answer the phones. Blah, yeah, blah. his one job was toss this pizza dough, mm-hmm. put some sauce on it, and hand it to me. The phones are ringing off the hook, and I'm like, I don't know how to toss dough. People are ordering pizzas. Yeah, he's been out back for 20 minutes. Oh, got it. He's been out back for. I only went out back oh. to be like, can you help me? People are. People are ordering pizza. Is, is, is this my naivete? Like, I don't know what happens if, if like, when you smoke crack, do you just kind of, like, chill out for a little bit? Here's the thing. I'm not even... I originally told my friends I caught him smoking angel dust. Oh. I don't know what, what he, he was, was smoking. smoking. The only thing I knew for a fact was that it was not weed. Because I had smoked weed. Right. And I know that was... It didn't smell like weed. Yeah. It didn't look like weed. Yeah. 
Whatever he was smoking was not weed. But he did come into the store and he tamped down uh, where the delivery drivers come in, where the delivery bags are all sitting. Yeah. And he did, like, lay down for a minute or two, which he, I think if you're on crack. He laid down. For, but then he got up. He, but he laid down. But he came inside after smoking and laid down for, like, two minutes. On and then the ground? On the, he tamped down the delivery bags yeah. and laid on those, kind of into the bags. Kind of laid underneath the counter. <laughs> That's amazing. And by the way... This is a grown man. It, it, well, he was a grown man to the 15-year-old, but he might have been like 24 years old. Mm-mm. Oh, no, he was older? He was like 40. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was like Shane. He was he's stu- Shane Hartline. Yeah, he's Shane fucking Hartline. He was studying to be a, um, uh, a therapeutic massager. Okay. okay. Does that require Masseuse. a lot of well study? It retire, requires a certificate okay. at least, but it also requires that that guy's rubbing his hands on naked people's bodies yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and smoking crack. Yeah, or something. I'm gonna say it was either crack or angel dust, but I feel like no one smokes angel dust anymore. But this was like 2005. I think if you smoke angel dust, I think you go. We'll have to find. I'll have to find I mean, out. Crack is an upper. Crack cocaine. That's what, what else do people smoke? Like Google, what can you smoke? Yeah. Uh, okay, Google. What drugs are can you smoke? Yeah. What what could he what could he have been smoking that he? That's what I wanted to know. If you could smoke mm, okay, opium. Oh no! If it was opium, he. Opium is heroin. Right, but he he would he would probably chill out for a while. He definitely just laid down for like a, 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 a minute or two and then he got back into the he was doing a, he was doing a whip it he was doing it oh yeah did they have mess back then uppers though we're all talking about a bunch of uppers yeah it felt like it you was you sure know a lot about drugs for someone amphetamine is an upper <laughs> I do know a lot about drugs um so you were out there for a season. How many shows are there? Twenty. I think there's twenty. The season I was there, I think there were twenty-three. Twenty-three episodes. And you were kind of, as I understand, trying to figure it out. Were you trying to figure out most of the time that you're there, and then just trying to understand what it was that you were supposed to be doing? I mean, no. obviously, obviously, you're learning, no. you're figuring it out, but it's also the politics of it too. It was more of a I know right away this isn't going well. I'm not, no one's putting me in any sketches. Okay. No one's like it's if you're a writer for SNL, it's not in your best interest to write for year one person. It's in your best interest to write for the stars of the show, for the people who are there. So yeah. there's no I do not begrudge anyone for not putting me in their sketches. They had I was also there the year after um, Trump was elected. And so they had a massive 10x rating spike. Okay, yeah. Uh, for having Alec Baldwin on as Trump the year right. before I was there, and that year was, I think, more than any year, a cavalcade of celebrity cameos mm-hmm. all the time. Right. And so there were 16 cast members, and every possible political role would be played by not. People Not on a the show, member, but, but yes, Matt right, Damon or right. Robert De Niro, Ben Stiller. It's like 
like I had no fucking chance. There yeah. was I, there was just no room. The years that I the year I was there, uh, there were cast members who had been there a lot longer than I had been there, that had were on the show about as much as I was, mm-hmm. which is saying not much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, these are people who have been here for years, and they are feeling like I'm feeling. And so I'm looking around, and I'm I'm, I'm last place on the totem pole. I knew that. I realized that it was gonna be. Only if I wrote the sketch was I going to be able to be in it. Right. And so I I am proud of the year I was there that I got to, that I got a handful of sketches on the show and I got to oh, do a awesome. couple things, which is yeah. cool. And that's something so I'm fucking amazing. I got a lot more than that cut for time, you know? Right. Um, or, and more than that cut at dress rehearsal. That's and the hardest. by the way, one of them, as I understand it, was guitar related. Mm. So yeah, I definitely. I I pitched a lot of weekend update guitar guy stuff. Oh, got it. Okay. And every time I did it, they were. Do you mind? That was it. Was a segue. It I was knew a it natural was. I read segue. It. Okay, good. I read it. <laughs> um, this is silly. So let's find a let's find a good. Yeah, and happy balance. Let's between find a happy both. Balance. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll push it out. Here you go. So. It was funny. I definitely pitched. I pitched some songs early on, and I realized, oh, they did not hire me for this. Got it. They hired me. The reality, and it took me a long time to realize this. I was probably forty pounds heavier, forty maybe more than that, heavier than I am now. Oh. They hired me to be the new fat guy. That's why he brought up Chris Farley. They hired me to be the new fat guy. What did, what did you weigh? I weighed probably. 210. Okay. I didn't, I wasn't. So you, you weigh what Jesse weighs, right? Yeah, now. I, I'm like, I weigh what fucking Jesse weighs. Yeah. And I'm not fat shaming. I think he looks good. He does look good. You wear it um, nice. I like well. it. I like uh, the meat. Um, but they had just lost Bobby Moynihan, who is not a fat guy, but he played that role for them. Got it. They you wanted know? They wanted physicality out of you. They wanted some physicality out of me. But. It took me too long to realize, oh, they are never going to let me do a song on here ever. There's no shot of them ever letting me do a when song. When did you realize that? Too late. Okay. By the point I had was, uh, I thought they were, they, they can fire you halfway through the season, so I thought they might fire me halfway through. Did they fire anyone? They did not. They did, did they fire not. anyone else? Yeah, they did fire, they fired, yeah, they did. Wow. Um, it's tough. It's very hard. Um... They gave me a whole year, and there was a one point towards the end of the season, I'd pitched a handful of songs, and they'd never let me do them. The only time I ever pitched non-songs for Weekend Update bits, they let me, they got to dress rehearsal, and they got cut the dress rehearsal right okay. before the show. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do, I know I'm not coming back. I knew the last probably four or five weeks there's a pretty good chance I'm not going to come back. Mm-hmm. I, They're not letting me do anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think I'm going to use this time to have to enjoy myself. To I'm, I'm here for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I had to move my life. They made me move my life here and sit on my hands for a year and never get to show what I could do. That sucks, you know? And so... One thing that's funny is you still get to pitch a sketch every week. Mm-hmm. 
And so I was like, all right, I get to pitch a sketch. Um, I forget. I, I think it was. It, I think it was Chadwick Boseman was hosting. Well, wow. or so. I don't even know who was hosting. Honestly, honestly, I don't remember who was hosting. And I was like, I'm gonna pitch something <laughs> that's totally unusable, and I'm gonna do it in this packed room with all of the cast, all of the writers, all of the hair, makeup. Uh, sound. Everyone is for the table read is in this room, overflowing into the hallways. It's a big production, mm-hmm. and they let me do this pitch. In my head, I'm like, I'm about to pitch something that they could never put on TV. Mm-hmm. Like this is unusable from the first second. But I just want to see how this room of rich kids, yeah, and the tight buttholes reacts to it. Yeah, and so I, they knew they hated. If I had a guitar in my hand right away, it was already, they knew, like, oh, God, we're not using this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I was just like, hey, uh, just wanted to see what you were thinking. Uh, maybe we could use this as, like, a music video type sketch. Um, let me know if, if, what you're thinking here, you know? And, and, and I've been eating ass in Denver. I've been eating ass in Queens Eating ass in Tucson On the way to New Orleans I've been munching on this booty Tastes good but bittersweet Cause when you die it is an asshole You are what you eat I licked some butts in Cleveland I munched a hole in Jackson Hole I debated with Parisian monks On the existence of the soul And when I left the monastery I ate a butthole on the street Cause when you die it is an asshole Host! You You are what you eat! You are what you eat! You are what you eat. We'd have a gospel choir or something behind us. You eat. You are what you eat. You are what you eat. It's salty and sweet. The San Francisco O-Tree. When life hands you some buttholes. You got buttholes to eat. And believe it or not, they did not pick that to be in the show. What? Believe what it or not. What? That's politics. They were like, no, no, no. But it was very funny. I was in a sketch the following, once the show had been picked, right? I'm like an air traffic controller or something in a sketch. And the host waves me down. He's like, come here, man. Put his arm around my shoulder and he was like, dude, they took me in the back room. And they asked me, like, what sketches did you vibe with? Like, what are you thinking for the show? Mm-hmm. I tried to get them to do the Eatin' Ass song, but they hated it. <laughs> they hated it. So, um, like, change up your strategy or something. But I was like, it was so funny to me that the host had been like, I want to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, God, what a stupid thing. <laughs> What a stupid thing. And this was kind of... Uh, 
It was kind of a troll. It was a flip off on the way on the way out. It was the a door. little bit of a troll. Yeah. There, but there were. A but by lot the way, but others. but 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 that being said, it's 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 funny and it's and it's a nice song. Hang on. Um, and there's Parisian monks in it. I when you brought that and I'm like, there's no yeah, there's no way. At the end of the story, there's no way they passed on this. The thing that's funny is that there are a lot of other ones I pitched that are very much so in the lane of SNL right, and yeah. uh, things that they've done in the past. And it's like, they really, it was just, they were never going to have me. That year, they were never going to have me uh, sing, do do a song or something like that. But Which is fine. But it definitely, like, I when they hired me, I thought that's what they hired me to do. Right. And that was not what they hired me to do. But it's good to have that realization and understand. Obviously, we live and we learn. I mean, obviously, obviously you, you know, you, it, when 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 the hammer fell, you were saying it was not a, I knew. it wasn't a surprise, not at all. So you didn't have to do some heavy soul searching, like probably the person who got cut mid season might have been waiting for it. I mean, I've gotten fired from no, things. And, I've, I, it was it was something. It was more of like a ninety pound fur coat being wi- li- lifted off my shoulders that I didn't have to go back to that building again and pretend to be nice to those people. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it was hard. And then and It then, was fucking and, hard, and, man. And, I felt like an ego Montoya. That's how I really feel. Uh, I My whole life, I wanted to be on that show, and I wanted to... Because you had six fingers? I had six... I just killed a six-fingered man. Oh, you I killed had, a six-fingered man. I okay, just got ki- oh, I, okay, got it. I'd been chasing that six-fingered man of SNL... My whole fucking oh, life. Killed your father. Okay, and I, I killed him. Yeah, and then I immediately lost that opportunity and went, "What the fuck am I gonna do?" Because even in Chicago, I was like, "I'll do SNL," and I knew I'm like, "What a stupid thing to think you'll ever be able." The like, it's such a pie in the sky that I managed to be able to do and have a year, uh, being able to do a bunch of cool shit, and it's like. The interesting thing yeah. is, and I'm sure you've looked at it from every angle, is that you got there on your own accord. Oh yeah. By being you. Sure. By working hard and proving to them that you deserve to be there, and then when you got there, it was one of these. Again, I see it a competitive environment that you weren't necessarily able to be. You were continuing to be you, but now you find out that you're supposed to now be someone else. Uh. It- it really, at the end of the day, it was bad timing. Yeah. Um, like I said, there were other people who were bigger parts of the show who were in it nearly as much as me, which is to say not very much. Yeah. I left on good terms. I didn't piss anybody off. I didn't burn any bridges. I, I left with a mouse fart. And there's part of me that, that wishes I would have made a stink or I would have done something or said yeah. something. But no. I think that's one of my I, things no, that I, I, I learn is, is just to not, yeah. not burn bridges as much as I want to. I mean, there were times where I would see other people on the cast who would uh, beat down the door on, as an advocate for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, was just, I would watch them and I'd be like, man, if I had a, just a, a little pipette's worth of that in yeah, my personality, right, but right. I just don't. Right. And it's not in me, and I and they kind of walked all over me, and I took it with a smile, and I look back on it now, and I think, oh, I could have done this or that or this or that, but here's the thing. N- that year, in that moment, there is nothing I could have done to have changed 
my fate. There's, right. And you could have gained fifty pounds and fell into a table, and you probably'd still be there. It's funny. <laughs> I mean, you know. It's funny that you say that. The first time I ever met Leslie Jones, like I, I before I, like she said her name to me. Mm-hmm. You shook my hand. I yeah. went, "Hey, my name's Le-. like we were across the hallway from yeah. each other." I went, "Hey, Leslie, my name's Luke. I'm new here. Like, I'm so excited to like get to know you." And she was like. You gotta gain fifty pounds or lose thirty, because whatever you're doing right now, they aren't gonna like. She said to me, "That was the first thing she ever said to me." That's pretty interesting. And I went, and I was like, in the moment, I was like, "Cool, good to meet you. See you around." She was, she was right. Yeah. She was right. Yeah. And here's the thing: I went the lose route. Right. And they did not like. No one's giving you any feedback. Mm-hmm. That's the main takeaways. There's no right, one who's right, right, like. Right. Hey, we're worried about how the new person right. is doing it. Like you're just like totally in the dark. Mm-hmm. No one's giving. There's no feedback. There's no anything. You're just like, I'm here. I work here. Do I work here? Yeah. Yeah. There's no. That's like the John Favreau thing. After he was in Rudy, yeah, he was the big guy, and they lost the weight, and everyone's like, No, we're we're looking for the that other guy. So so you lost the weight then, or have you continued to lose it? I lost it when I'm when I'm I, I lost a little bit while I was on the show. I started to lose it when I was on the show. Then I moved to LA and I lost. I was like, oh, it's interesting to think. It's not a beer culture. It's easy. No, not at all. I mean, it's interesting to think of of that gaining weight would be uh, not a healthy thing for you to do, but like well, a beneficial the, the, for your type. Beneficial, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say if I'd gained weight, they would have given me X Y Z, but it it is. Pretty undeniable. They they definitely did hire me to be the new fat guy. Yeah. If you look at pictures of me from that time, yeah. Can you bring one up? I don't know. If you if you googled like Luke Null SNL, I was I was probably forty forty five pounds heavier than I. Uh, where's my phone? <laughs> Jesse's like, maybe, I'm, not, maybe, I'm not your I'm not I'm not the carrier four. of your phone. Um. So now you're on the you're on the road. So now how, how many days are you on the road? How many how many how many shows you do? I do, I'm doing a decent amount. I could be doing more, but I found that if I do it every weekend, I, and I'm a, I'm subsistence living. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. I'm making a little bit, bit yeah. but if I'm on the weekend, if I'm gone for two weekends a month, I can live. Got it. Yeah. You're doing that to make money, you're saying? Yeah. yeah. And then, and then to, to subsidize your living here and following your yeah, path, yeah. your dreams out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, got it. I mean, I I love doing stand up out on the road. I'm happy traveling, doing stand up so around there, the country. So if there are 104 weekend days a year, you're working half of those. I I I'd like to be. I'm not now. Okay. But that's about the number I want to be working. Oh, I see. I would say the rest of this year, I am. I am on the road every weekend except for two weekends, but some of those are for pleasure. Got it. What's that? What just happened? I'm having sex those weekends. Nice. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm, I go on the road and I stop in uh, just Calumet, and I have sex with whoever's there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. And I say, yeah. it's, I got a weekend, baby. Yeah. Whatever you yeah. want to do. Mine is uh, Blythe. Do you Blythe. know what Blythe is? <laughs> border of Arizona and California. It's just You're going to want to have sex there. It's beautiful there. country. Oh, yeah. You yeah, want to yeah. stop. You want to spend You're time gonna there. You're going to want to suck and fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So where where can people catch you? They go you, to your website? You can go to my website. You can also find me in fucking hell, bitch. No, I don't want to say bitch on your podcast. Well, I do it. 
you can go to hell. You can go to you hell. You can find me in hell, baby. Uh, no, uh, I'd say if you want to find me, you could go on the internet. Yeah, it, and type in your name. Type in your name. name. It bring it's it's very easy. Um, and then you go to your Instagram or your TikToker. Instagram, um, TikTok. By the way, I th- I um, come see me live. Would be my main plug. I'm out on the road. I'm kay. out there. We'll tell them. If you're out, if you're if you're living in no a no one's town, watching. You're awesome, dude. Back at you, man. Mm-hmm.